we we never know that one day we are going to come to United States and be I'm not going to say famous but to create something to help some uh, to help some people about uh, food and that makes me so happy too that I know that a lot of people can know about our different cultures Hey everybody, welcome back to Highest Aspirations, an education podcast from Elevation Education that explores how we can help make an impact on our nation's highest growing student demographic, multilingual learners. I'm your host, Steve Sophronis. The first thing I want to say is that the audio quality of this episode may not be what you're accustomed to as I'm recording this intro on the road. I'm getting ready to attend the California Association of Bilingual Education Conference known by many and most as CABE in Long Beach, California, um, and it's fitting that the theme of this year's conference is Testimonios, the power of our stories, our art, and our dreams. You'll hear some elements of Testimonios in this episode of Highest Aspirations. Our guests are three students from Lowell High School in Massachusetts. I was introduced to them through our friend Jessica Lander, who has appeared on the podcast and facilitated an inspiring session for our Impact Conference last year. She also happens to be an author of Making Americans, which is a great book that we profile in our previous episode with her. And importantly for this episode, the teacher of our three guests, Lucas, Ana Sofia, and Kasi, all of whom are students at Lowell High School who came to the U.S. within the last five years. You'll hear elements of their testimonials as they share their immigration stories, their experience contributing to and sharing a class recipe book called Tasting History with their classmates and beyond, and they provide some recommendations for any teachers listening on how to help their multilingual learners be more successful in their schools and communities. You can find more information about Tasting History, that's the recipe book that is really quite amazing, and much more on Jessica's website that is easy to remember and we'll link to it at jessicalander.com. Finally, if you're listening to this episode shortly after it was released and you happen to be attending the Kabe conference, please come visit us at booth 101. We would love to see you there and I'd love to say hello as well. As always, thanks for listening to Highest Aspirations and please enjoy this conversation with some amazing students and their contributions to their school and community. Lucas, let's start with you. Tell us um, your name, your full name and a little bit about your background and your immigrant story. Where were you born? When did you come to the U.S.? And what did, what was your experience like coming to school here? Uh, my full name is Lucas Moreira de Freitas Gonçalves. Eu, I born in Brazil, Minas Gerais, is the state. And I come to United States in 2017. And when I went to school, it was very different from Brazil. Is the, the most important thing that I saw is the teachers in, the, in Brazil. Teachers come to your class, and here you come to the class of the teacher. Yes, that's a difference. I didn't know that about Brazil. Well, thank you, uh, Lucas and Ana. How about you? So tell us again a little bit about your background and your immigration story. Where were you born? When did you come to the United States? And what's your experience been like coming to school here? Okay, my name is Ana Sofia. Um, from Colombia, like I say. I came to the United States two years ago. Um, so when I came here, was like I was so happy because it was my dream to come to uh American school but like Lucas say was so different I also was nervous but 
in Colombia, it's like in Brazil that you have to go to the teacher class. Oh no, the teachers come to your class and here you go to the teacher's class and all about the work and homeworks, everything is so different for me, but I like it. I like all of these experiences. Great. Thank you, Anna. And Kasi, how about you? So same question, a little bit about your background, your immigration story. Where were you born? When did you come to the United States? And what was your experience like coming to school here? Um, my name is Kasi Yusu. I'm from like Africos. I was I born in, in, uh, in a city that called um, Abidjan, in the capital of uh, like Africos. So I came here two years ago, three years ago. I'm sorry, I came here two years ago. Um, when I when I first came at school, I was very surprised that I saw all a lot of culture um together um mm-hmm. like in my country is always is uh, like almost the same people, the same teacher, uh, the same uh background uh like ethnic but when i came here i see a lot of friends portugal friend spanish friend and even though like um uh, i um I, I mean that i saw a lot of things i was very very surprised and very happy to see a lot of people that come from different country yeah, and Lowell is a very diverse place. And so, I mean, you look around at the people that we're looking at right now, and we have people from three different countries, which I think is a beautiful thing. It's a really amazing thing. And uh, we're we're glad that you're all here, and I'm glad that you're here talking with us. Okay, so I'm not going to call names. I'm, you, you guys can jump in whenever you want. I'm going to ask some questions. Let's, let's be free here. Let's freeform this a little bit. So... You did this. You all created this this book called Tasting History, um, and you all had a family recipe that you included in this. And it's pretty amazing what's happening with this book. Miss Lander and your whole group has created this this cookbook that's being used all around the city. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but I'd love to hear a little bit about the family recipes that you all contributed and and why are they important to you. Does anybody want to start by telling us um, wh- what the recipe was? I can start. <clears throat> I can start. Thanks, Lucas. Uh, my the recipe that I did was a carrot cake with a chocolate frosted. That my grandmother is the first time I see is my grandmother that do, and now my mom did almost my birthdays and. It's very important to me because my grandmother that almost all times that I did it, I is not good in health in Brazil. And so she she just in the bed she can do what she can't eat anymore. And yeah. So it's a carrot cake. So that sounds delicious. That's my favorite kind of cake. I'm not a big dessert person, but carrot cake is my favorite. And and I know in Spanish you say dessert is postre, and in in you say carrot is zanahoria. Is it similar in Portuguese or is it totally? How do you say it in Portuguese? Bolo de cenoura. Okay, 
Senora sounds like a little bit like Sanoria in Spanish. Um, how does it make you feel when you eat that food? When I eat it, it makes me feel so happy to my family do did it. And that remember my grandmother when I was in Brazil. We are very close to each other. It's beautiful. And now you're sharing it with everybody in Lowell. That's amazing. Anna, can I go to you? What so what what recipe did you include? Was it also a dessert or something different? No. Uh my food, my dish was uh, like you can eat it for lunch or you can eat it for dinner. But it's called bandeja paisa. Is from well, I'm from from Medellin. That is like mm -hmm. the a big city in Colombia, and the bandeja paisa is a typical food of my place, Medellin. So, uh, my grandma used to cook this dish, uh, since all my uncles and uh, was little, and then uh, it was passed to my uncle. So she started cooking every Friday. So well, I eat this dish every Friday since I was a little girl. And I love it. I can say that is my favorite food. I can eat it every day. I love it. It is a mix of beans, rice, uh, sweet plantain, eggs, avocado, pork belly. It's, it's a full dish and it's delicious. I love plantains and I love avocado and I want to eat that so much. Um, did you, so did, can you make it or does somebody else make it? Well, I cannot make it because I don't know how to cook, but well, my dad and his wife, they, they make it usually. Okay, good. But every, every Friday or no? No, no more. No, <laughs> You'll have to tell them to make it every Friday. It's, I want to eat it every Friday. That sounds delicious. Thank you, Anna. Um, and Cassie, how about you? What's your What's your recipe? My recipe is yellow rice. Um, that's a good food. Like come from like my country, but especially it's come from like um my ethnic background. Uh, I mean, uh, when there is ceremony with uh my grandparent, uh my uh like my dad, my mom, everyone uh like come to different part of uh like the country and they came and all together uh like all together uh like regroup each other to make mm -hmm. that food uh to everyone. So I cannot say that it's like it's not my favorite food because it tastes very, very delicious. When the first time I taste it, I say, wow, that's very amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's very amazing. But um it it sounds like it brings people together, right? It's it's something that and that's how it makes you feel that that you bring people together. So that's great. Three different recipes. Um and you, it seems like you enjoy them for three different reasons. Cassie, can you make it or no? Are you? I, I'm trying a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And my mom is teaching me how to do it, but I'm not especially, I'm not like professional on it. Yeah. Well, hey, if your mom can make it, you can let her do it. That's kind of nice too. Um, So I, 
I want to add, this is a question for all of you. And I, I, I won't, I said I wouldn't call names last time and I did, but I won't this time. How, how does it make you feel that these recipes are included in this big project and some of them are being served in cafeterias all around your city in different schools? I mean, that's amazing. How does that make you feel as students who have recently come uh, to Lowell to, to learn and to be a part of the community? That's a good idea. That's a great like feeling that we like we we never know that one day we are going to come to United States and be I'm not going to say famous, but uh, like to be like some part in like in, to create something to help some uh, to help some people about uh food, about a lot um food to different countries and that feeling is a great, is great because when, when I came in Miss Lender classes and she said, ah, today we are going to start this project. I thought, wow, that's something different because it's going to help a lot of people who don't know how to cook, how to like, that some people don't have time to cook. This, this book is very practical and it's easy. There is a lot of recipe. You can do some recipe in five minutes or 30 minutes. I think it's very helpful. It's very helpful. That's great. Ana, Lucas, anything to add? Also, I'm so agree with Kathy say about come to United States and be, and be in this big project. And that makes me so happy too that I know that a lot of people can know about or different cultures and or different uh food. Uh and I know that here in Lowell there is a lot of Colombian people who love that or typical food can be in a book. And so that makes me so happy too that I can give uh some of my culture and so oh what is what where I came from or, or my story so so people can know more about it. Yeah, like they said, it's a really good feeling to be like part of the community and to be to share this these books with a lot of people. Maybe who someone is new in here in Lowell don't like eat some other countries food and maybe can see this book and cook it their own country recipe and this is so great to know yeah it's such a cool thing because it goes you know we talk about food a lot i taught high school spanish i and in spanish classes sometimes would have students bring in food and cook different things but this is this is so far beyond that this is sharing your cultures with your community i think it's a beautiful thing um and it's so so well done it's so well thought out so i have two more questions for you one of my questions is, you you all, and you just described this, you have really become teachers in your community through your contributions in this book and through the very unique and important and interesting experiences that you've had in your home countries before you came here. I think that's amazing. I think it's really important. I think it's one of the things that we try to do as teachers very often, but sometimes we don't do a very good job with it. I think that this is one of those ways that it's really working well. So I want to know, how does that make you feel um, to know that you are 
not just putting recipes out there, but you're teaching people something. And what do you hope that members of the school community, that people, your friends, other teachers, people in the city, what do you hope um, that they learn from this project? Um, I hope that with this project, um, some teacher can take a risk about like about about like why uh what they they want to do to the student. I mean that some teacher don't want to take a risk because they say I'm going to like mixed up about something, make a mistake or everything, but. I think with this project, Miss Linda showed us that it's not because like we, I'm a teacher that I cannot I cannot do like a big thing for my student. Um, I cannot develop uh develop like some creative things to help uh my student to be like uh to help some people. Uh, this is a better initiative. Uh, to tell uh my hope is also that. This book uh help a lot of people, a lot of people uh, uh throughout all the country in the world, and that's that's my hope. That's great. <clears throat> I hope that that project that Miss Lander did inspire other teachers to do something like it. Maybe not about food, but something else to make part of the community and help happy and help other people to be not famous but know and across the country. Anna, you were smiling when Lucas said maybe not about food. What was why were you smiling? <laughs> uh, so I hope that all the teachers that know about this project, they get involved or the information or involved in the community so they can project the same and do something like to like to think about the students' future and think about their what they like and what they can do for have a better community and do something for the community. You know, you've all, I think, mentioned a, a little bit about the community, you know, and, and I think that it seems like what you're saying is that, you know, your impact as students, like any other student, but I think particularly your impact, given the experiences that you all have, are not just important in your school, but also outside in your community as well. And it seems like this project is really helping you to do that. And it's really helping others to learn, which I think is a really important thing. Is it? Am I right? Yeah, you're, you're right. right. You're right. That's great. That's great. Okay, so I have one last question for you because I know that you're all busy, and we don't have a lot of time together. Um, so as I said, we've collaborated with with Miss Lander on this topic: belonging in immigrant uh, education, telling stories. It's something that we feel really, really passionate about. We feel like it's very, very important. The people listening to this podcast also feel it's very important. Um, they're all teachers, all educators who work with multilingual learners, students like yourselves. Many of those are new to the country. Some of them are from here, though. No, they're not all new to the country. My question is, 
What would you recommend those teachers, those educators do to help their students not only be successful in school, in their classes and in their academics, but also to help them be involved in their communities and allow their voices to be heard? So maybe it's not something like a book, but what's a simple thing do you think in your experiences that teachers can do to help students like you be as impactful and as great as they can be in the community? Uh, things for the board, I think the relationship with like his or her student because that's the most important things because if you don't have a good relationship with your student um or people around you you cannot going you are not going to make a good things you know what i mean it's gonna be like i'm going to like come to school teaching or teach my student and blah 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 blah. but if you have a good relationship with your student you understand your student better you can do better and help them to like uh, solve the problem and maybe maybe or uh, create some good things some uh, project to help her or uh, to help them on and also help uh, a lot of students, a lot of teachers around around the country, around the world. I'm sorry. Cassie, you mentioned relationships. That's very, very important and something we've talked about a lot. Let me ask you one more question. What What is one thing, one thing that a teacher can do to help build a good relationship with students who come from other countries? But uh, I think it's a communication. Yeah, the communication, because everything starts by communication. So if she has, like, a good communication, a good, like, she show up every time, she, uh, she says something, she, she give a good impression. How about Lucas and Anna? What do you think? What, what, um, what, what should teachers do to help? So what Cassie say about a uh, relationship, about a good relationship with your student, I think that's, that is something very, very important. I think a teacher to have a good relationship with a student has to be open, not only about the class and about what, exactly. about what he or she is teaching, but about the community, about what is happening, uh, about... Yes, I think to have a good relationship, the teacher has to be open and yes. Open. And not only about just sounds like not only about just the class, right? About other things as well. Yeah. Must be or uh, beyond the class. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think a teacher has to be has to help the student uh, grow. Uh no grow no has no to be good only in the grades you know but to be to grow in their in their life mm -hmm. to have dreams about everything because that is what miss lender does miss lender is not well she talk about uh all history yeah. and about that but she's all always like listen to us and she's open. She say, you're going to do it. You're amazing. Uh, I trust you. You can do it. And she's always like pushing us to be better. 
Yeah. In everything. That's true. Yes. But uh, some, some, sometimes she's a little bit. <laughs> She's a little bit tough. <laughs> <laughs> tough. Tough, tough love sometimes I think is important. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Lucas, what do you, what do you think? I think the most important thing, like Cassie said, is the communication with the teacher and not just talk about the class. And like they said too, is beyond the class. The that impact that community is very important, and your relationships with your teacher is very important. Yeah. Oh, so great. Well, this uh, this has been. I have so enjoyed this conversation. I know we only have a couple minutes left because Miss Lander is a very busy person and she's got to go. So, where is she? Can she come back into the screen, please, so I can see everybody? Maybe she can stand behind you, you all. Hello. Hello. I know that you're humble and you don't want to be in the. There we go. Um, this this image here that you know we're seeing, uh, and I know some people who are listening can't see this image, but three students who have. Uh, developed an amazing relationship with their amazing teacher and have done this incredible work for their community is it's just so inspiring and um i truly appreciate the time that you've given us and i hope that people that are listening i know the people that are listening um took something out of this conversation and the last thing that i'll say is that people who are listening don't know this but i was supposed to come there today and visit you and I couldn't because my equipment wasn't working the right way. So we have to do this over Zoom because I'm not too far from Lowell. But if it's okay with you, I hope to come down and, and visit. Maybe we can do a little bit more. But I just want to meet you all in person because you're very, very inspiring. And I am so glad that you are uh, a part of our community and a part of the Lowell community. So with that, I'll just say thank you so much. And um, I hope to meet you all in person soon. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Highest Aspirations. If you liked our show, please be sure to join the ELL community at elevationeducation.com slash ELL community, where you'll find all the episodes of Highest Aspirations and other resources to help educators maximize the impact on their English language learners. Also, let us know how we're doing by writing a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts.